Do you wish that all things wealth and finance were much easier to understand and not presented by a bunch of beige cardigan-wearing geeks? Welcome to the Clever Investor Podcast, where we're dishing up the easiest-to-understand finance program served in bite-sized chunks, so your brain will thank you as your knowledge grows. Hosted by the brilliant Owen Taylor, a multiple award-winning expert with a glorious knack for explaining the complex world of wealth in the simplest of ways. Hey, Clever Investors, and welcome to another show. We're going to talk about property management. Who's looking after your investment property? Why don't I just manage it myself? I mean, I'm paying someone just to go and collect the rent. Can't be that hard, can it? So I delve back into my phone, put a call in to a guy called Callum, works for a company called Motion Property, who are one of Melbourne's great real estate management companies. And I asked him the question. Hello, Callum speaking. Callum, hi, it's Owen from the Clever Investor Podcast. Can I ask you some questions about property management? Absolutely, Owen. Good to chat to you today. My first really basic question here is, what is property management? What is a property manager? Why don't we just do it ourselves? I've got a few investment properties. Why don't I just manage them myself? Ah, well, look, property management is really, the term uh, encompasses the entire support process of having an investment property. And that's going anywhere from the leasing aspect through to advising on the best market price, doing all of your on-the-road work like opening properties, vetting applications, and then into management of the tenancy. Management of the tenancy is where it gets a bit tricky. So many landlords think, well, you know, I can collect rent, I can manage maintenance, I've got a few mates that are handymen. But what's continued to change over the last few years is the amount of laws that are in place, particularly here in Victoria, that regulate property management. Um, and the fines that can be imposed for not complying with those laws as well. We had some pretty major reforms introduced in March of 2021 here uh, that many of our clients will certainly be aware of that required minimum standards to be met for rental properties, uh, for safety checks to be completed for rental properties, and they also made the serving of documents to renters, be it that you wanted to terminate a tenancy, you wanted to increase rent, you wanted to move back in yourself, they made it quite complex with the requirement for a lot of additional supporting paperwork. And if you don't get that right, then all of your efforts are invalid, basically, and your um, notices uh, don't stand. So um, there's certainly that aspect, as well as the fact that you're a lot more um, informed nowadays than they used to be, and we've all got easy access to information. And it's not uncommon to have a tenant, if they feel like they've been mistreated, contact us or on behalf of their landlord and start dropping the word compensation. More and more nowadays, tenants can be more successful in claiming compensation if things go to tribunal. And so that's where you really need a property manager in place to guide you through what's right and what's wrong, because you don't want to get stuck paying money out to your tenant or getting stuck fined for not complying with what the laws are now. I think, as you said, we we do have a lot more information at our fingertips nowadays, but it's not always correct information. Your tenant could actually be wrong 
with, uh, with with what they're talking about, and I, I guess you guys can head that off earlier on. Oh, it's often the case. I mean, when we read anything, you know, we we are biased in the way that we interpret it because we want it to mean a certain thing to suit our own needs. So, yep. yes, yeah, sometimes when tenants read uh, a part of the act, or if they get advice from consumer affairs, they're taking that to suit their own situation. Um, and it's sometimes done as a bit of a bluff. It's not always right. So who is uh, who are the property managers and is there actually qualification for it? Well, there's a little bit more uh, to getting into the industry now than it used to be. When I first started, it was a fast-track five-day course and it was fairly typical that then people would do that course and go into a fairly junior role and learn their way up over a few years before they get a portfolio. They have tried to make things a little bit more difficult now to get into the industry, I think, to kind of raise the standard of of people that are entering. Uh, And so the course is now in line with what would be a typical certificate for, um, which is usually taking people about six months to complete. They're then still having to enter into junior roles and learn the ropes before they're... um, before they're actively managing a portfolio, but it's sort of made it so that those that are now entering in fresh face are actually those that really want to be a part of the industry and not just those that thought that it looked great on TV and that they'd do a quick course and see what it was all about. <laughs> I've certainly seen a, a lot better quality of, of, of property management over the last 10 so years as well. So uh, I think it's positive. I think it's a positive yeah, that that's happened. Definitely. And people are looking at it as more of a career now. I mean, we have team members here who have done bachelor's degrees in things like business or accounting. Uh, we've even got one of our property managers who's done an MBA, uh, but then decided that property management was what was interested interesting to them. And, and that's where they've chosen their career. So um, often uh, I'm finding that it's a lot more of a professional choice and people are a lot more educated now. Yeah, it seems that there, I mean, it is a career nowadays, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. I think gone are the old perception of, uh, you know, doing the rent collection uh, for as long as you had to until you could be promoted to sales. Um, I think that they're two very individual career paths now, and I think I'd be fairly confident in saying that the vast majority of our property management team uh, do not want to do anything to do with the sales side of real estate. Oh, look, I, I think it's a, uh, it's a very unique uh, set and uh, specialist skills that, that is aside from actually doing the, the, the sale or acquisition of, uh, of any property as well. And I don't think any, either one is lesser or greater than each other. It's, it's, it's all part of the, uh, it's all part of the network. Yeah, I see. There's two very different personality types, I think, that fit well with property management. And then um, the those that are in sales are usually a little bit more extroverted, I find. Do you see that there's um, what, what, what the next evolution um, is going to be? Will there be further, you know, training or, or would you like to see that? Yeah, I mean, the, a big thing that's happened um, in the industry, not just with us, but um, I'm seeing across the board is that there's a lot more regular internal training that companies are getting. So we've had a number of independent trainers come in and train us on things like um, negotiation, dispute resolution, and, and done day workshops with us. That was something that was fairly rare in the past, and we're continuing to couple that both with our in-house training from our leadership team 
just to continually upskill our property managers and make sure that we're on top of exactly what's going on with the market, what's going on with legislation, and that we are actually providing the latest advice because things are changing so quickly at the moment, it can be hard to keep up. Mm, so uh, part of your role as well is, is not just dealing with the with the tenant, but it's it's would you say it's also educating the the landlord as well? Yeah, well, a, a huge amount of what we do is, is dealing with our landlords and talking to them about everything from, you know, what is required of their property and the standard of their property to how it should present well to get the best possible renter in there and then where it sits in the market. Now, we're really fortunate at the moment because we're in a great place here with the rental market in Melbourne. But for the last couple of years, we have not been, as many would be aware, with, with our lockdowns. So we were, we were almost reverse negotiating at that time in getting landlords to accept lower prices in order to retain their tenants because it was just so difficult to be able to get new people in. And we had to do a big education piece around that with our team because that was a whole new concept to it. Now we're doing the opposite of that and we're really educating our team to get back in the mindset that the market's good again and let's really make sure that we're recovering some of those losses that our landlords experience and get the rents back up where they should be. And I know you're down in Melbourne. You're, you're Melbourne-based, you and your team. Um, yep. And the uh, what's the market now post-COVID and what do you think that the maybe the next 12 months is looking like in Melbourne? It's been a really, it's been a really nice breath of fresh air dealing with the current rental market after all our troubles. So we're seeing really great recovery of rents. I would say that across the board, all rents have returned back to where they were pre-COVID. Pretty much with any property that we've had that's come up for lease again, we have tried to get slightly higher than the rents that they were pre-COVID because there is that demand there. And when we're re-renting to current tenants, if they're renewing a lease, then we're just trying to get rents back up to where they were prior. We've been fortunate in a couple of the micro markets that we deal in with areas like Footscray, with Richmond, um, as well as with Fitzroy, where we've got a fairly strong market presence there due to the number of apartments we manage in those buildings. We've even been able to test the market and go a little bit above and beyond what we were getting and get some really, really great results for some of our landlords. And even in the areas that are a little bit more suburban, they're not getting maybe quite as high of an increase as what the inner city areas are but they were also less affected by the large drop during the lockdowns than what some of the really well-performing areas are at the moment. In a nutshell, it's a very positive outlook for the Melbourne property market. Oh, absolutely. And I think, I mean, into the next 12 months, I see it continuing to be very strong and probably increasing and tightening even more. The last three months, I would say, it's gotten better every month. And there's more and more people coming back into Melbourne with international arrivals, as well as those that fled for greener pastures and now realise Melbourne's the place to be that are coming back. There's a lot more people coming into the city and there is a real shortage of stock. And I don't see that we're, you know, there's a slowdown in construction as, as well. So we're not going to see enough housing to support the population influx, which is only going to be good for investors here. So definitely busy times ahead for you and the team. Always busy, but nice to be busy with something positive. Thank you so much for your words of wisdom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call on your services again sometime soon because you've got a lot of knowledge and I love talking to you as well. So thank you again for joining us on the Clever Investor Podcast and we'll catch up with you again soon. Brilliant. Thanks, Owen. 
You have been listening to the Clever Investor Podcast, proudly sponsored this week by Blue Wealth Property. Are you ready to start a new investment journey? Get in touch with the industry leaders. Blue Wealth Property. Blue Wealth have a proven track record in using research to identify growth markets. And Blue Wealth have supported thousands of Australians to buy the right property in the right market at the right time. Go to bluewealth.com.au.